Malevolent Maine is a horror podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. We believe you. You share your stories with us, and we do our best to investigate them all. But some fall through the cracks. Some stories don't have enough information or are too isolated. Some we can't get to. Others we can't confirm. In our off-season, we'll be releasing a series of these shorter, listener-submitted stories. Be warned. We haven't done all the research and haven't thoroughly investigated these stories. But they're just too good to ignore. Remember, if you have a story you can't explain, one that's just burning a hole in your brains, Send it to us at malevolentmain at gmail.com. These are Malevolent Minutes. Here's a powerful tool. Guys, what was that? It's just not scientifically possible. It can't be. No, seriously. What was that? You're recording. I can't explain it. But what was it? Tina, up near Presque Isle, spotted a UFO flying over the Walmart on Route 163. It was a cluster of three lights, moving in erratic motions in the sky. It moved too fast to be a plane or a helicopter, darting first left, then right, then up. She watched the craft for about five minutes before it suddenly stopped moving completely. It stayed for just a second before flying off. It moved so fast it practically disappeared, Tina writes. Definitely fits the mold of a typical tri-clipper UFO. Anybody else spot this spacecraft? Let us know. Bernie is a massage therapist up in Lewiston. He booked a new client a few weeks ago, and now he has major regrets about that. The man seemed normal enough at first. He said he had thrown on his back a month or so ago at work, and he was really hoping that this massage would bring him some pain relief. The following is a quote from Bernie about this man. He said he was really nervous because he had never gotten a massage before, so he asked me if I would just stand by him for a minute or two before I started and hold his hand. So here I am sitting in this guy's living room, holding his hand. It's incredibly awkward. I start to drift off, look out the window, and then he leans over and he sinks his teeth into my forearm. Bernie immediately drew back from the man and pushed the massage table over, catapulting the man onto the floor. The man quickly grabbed his clothes and ran from the house. Bernie then ran to his car, locked his doors, and called the police. Bernie told us, I gave them the guy's information, but they couldn't find any record of him, and it wasn't even his house. It was up for sale, but he had apparently removed the for sale sign before I got there. Bernie went to the ER after and had his arm treated. He complained of a deep pain in his arm, so they did an x-ray. Apparently the man's teeth had actually sunk into the bone and left it full of micro-fractures. Bernie is still recovering. Again, this is a quote from Bernie. First I had to fight the infection off. Now I have to wait for the bones to heal. The whole time I have just felt terrible. I have no energy. I'm tired all the time. 
I wish I had never met that client. If you are a massage therapist in the Lewiston Auburn area, please be careful as you book clients. This man is still at large. We can only hope that he has stopped biting bones. An odd phenomenon brought to us from Ted of Rogue Bluffs, Maine. He says, since he was a kid, there was a legend that if you left a silver half dollar at a tree stump up on a certain bluff, and then you went back to it after the next full moon, you would find that your coin had a perfect bullet hole right in the center of it. No one's ever seen a figure up there or heard a shot, but more often than not, when people come back to that stump, they'll find their perfectly pierced half dollar. Oddly, if other coins are left, it's only a silver dollar that's been pierced. Sometimes it's facing the same side up as was left, and sometimes it's flipped, almost as if it was flipped in the air and then left there. Heads or tails? There's a bullet hole in it. Is it the spirit of a long-since-past gunslinger or two keeping an old bet going? Is it an old man with a weird hobby? A ghost that just hates silver dollars? Or is it something else entirely? We'll let you decide. You know the paper mill up in Old Town, right? Well, when the wind is blowing just right, you can smell it from the University of Maine campus. Joseph Lundgren, a freshman residing in Cumberland Hall, reached out to us. Yesterday, the smell from the paper mill was so strong. Normally, it just smells like rotten eggs or sour milk, but today, it smelled like something rotting, like a corpse decomposing or something. What is rotting at the paper mill, M. Emmers? Is it just the paper, or is it something more... grotesque? That's all for this week, MMers. Stay safe out there, Maine. Malevolent Maine is Lucas Knight, Tom Wilson, and myself, Chris Estes. If you'd like to read more about our investigations, check out our website at malevolentmaine.weebly.com. While there, don't forget to check our merch store, And, if you're so inclined, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash malevolentmain. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay safe out there, Maine.